Hello, everybody, and welcome to Athletic Definition. My name is Coach Ray Z, and today my name is Karen Rangel. Um, first time on Fireside, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for the invitation, and thank you for inviting me in your space. Oh, no problem. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the reason I invited you is because uh, you have a podcast, and uh I've been listening to it. it it's very interesting. I, I can hear your passion. Uh, I, I wanted to just have people who who do impact, and uh, I see what you're doing with the youth. Um, but I always uh, kind of like to start in the beginning. Uh, when you were young, uh, listening to your podcast, I heard you mention how, how you love sports. That was like the one thing that, that it was on performance, and it didn't really matter if, you know, your intellect, and it, you, it made you feel like, unstoppable and, and it helped you gain confidence uh, I wanted you to kind of touch on on sports and, and what what it did for you growing up well I highly recommend to move your body because when you move your body it just says all sends all these happy endorphins I feel like at least for me and um, at a young age I for those that don't know, I was born with um, with a speech impediment, with a stutter, and it went away with lots of therapy. But I knew with my learning disabilities that sports and doing track, cross country, and soccer had nothing to do with how smart I was, like you said, intellectual, right? And I remember when I would do sports, I would focus on my goals, right? What, what are the goals that I wanted to achieve? What are the things I wanted to make happen in my life? So when I was competing, I was chasing those goals. So for me, sports was everything for me because I've always had, okay, all my PRs. I need to meet this. I need to meet this other thing. Or even in weightlifting, I always made it happen because behind my head, I had it. If I knock this down, that means I'm closer to my ultimate goal. And it could be anything. It could be either dreams, aspirations. At the time, I wanted to become a lawyer. Or maybe I wanted to reach a certain scholarship that I wanted. So if I gave up in, in working out or a specific rep, then I was giving up on my dream. That's what I saw. And for me, sports was everything because it really like helped me realize how confident I was and how I didn't give up. It taught me resiliency, really, in, in playing as a team and how much fight you have. Because even sometimes when I'm ready to like throw the towel, I'm like, oh, come on, Karen. You remember that time that you ran and you were focused on this? You made it happen. So it takes me back to that. And I feel like that's something that you're able to control because it's, it's all about your mindset. I feel like it. No, it it definitely has to do with your mindset and, and the discipline that you can get if you don't have any through working out and, and sports. And, uh, you know, I haven't, since you're early in your podcasting, I didn't really get to hear too much about in high school. In high school, did you continue playing sports as well? Absolutely. All throughout my, till this day, I still play sports. But yeah, it was all throughout high school, college. In high school, I was a year-round athlete, so I did track, cross-country, and soccer. And the reason I did all sports was to really focus in, in soccer. I may have not been like your best dribbler, but I was the fastest. 
So um, speed for me was like the number one. Got it. And I, you know, I, maybe some people, you know, joining in or listening around on the broadcast uh, may not be aware, but uh, you, you went through some bullying and you mentioned that, you know, the, the speech impediment. Uh, I know when I was younger, I had a speech impediment too. I actually completely forgot about it till I heard your episode. Uh, I, I, I used to get made fun of and people used to uh, tell me that I, I ended my words with us at the end, but I didn't recall that. And I completely kind of forgot about it. And I remember being bullied and, and being picked on. And uh, the only thing that kind of helped me fit in was sports, but I wasn't very good at sports, but I just felt happy when I was running around and just being a kid. So for me, that helped me develop my confidence, uh, trying to, you know, just learn and, and organize sports because um, my parents were too busy working. They didn't have time to like, even go to my games. They were just busy parents working, running their own business. And, uh, you know, how much of an impact did, you know, the sports have on your confidence? I think everything really, because I feel that with sports, when you, when you start anything, it's a challenge, right? But the more you stick to it, the better you become. And that's where I think that, it's, it's the beauty within sports that when you stay inconsistent and you do the same thing over and over and over, we only get better and stronger. So for me, sp- sports was really, was everything for me because I really felt like I was unstoppable. If I wasn't good at it, like in school, if I wasn't good at getting these grades because of my learning disabilities, I call them now flexibilities because I get to be flexible and figure out what other ways I can make this happen. But sports really taught me like, hey, Karen, just because you're not good at one thing, that doesn't mean you're not you're not bad in all other areas in your life. Like look at sports. But sports, I feel like for me, was like the number one thing that helped me. And even till this day, helps me. I go outside, I start running. I forget about everything that's happening in my life in that moment. It's me and whatever I'm, I'm reaching towards, whether it's running. For me, I, I, start run, I started running a lot cross country. I gave it up for a little bit for a while, and then I got back to it again. But I think sports is everything. So if you have kids, like put them in anything. It doesn't matter. Get them curious because it really, really supports them. Because a lot of times if people, if kids give up, they take it back to the field. I remember how challenging this was and I can make it happen. Right. Yeah. Yes. And you know, I know that you're a a youth coach and you know, that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring you on here right now. Uh, I keep seeing depression numbers going up and and youth being lost. And uh, you know, we need some more positive uh, uh, apps like fireside, you know, because a lot of them are just, you know, showing unhealthy pictures of what's not realistic for young men or women. And uh, is that one of the reasons why you gear towards uh, youth or, or is there something else kind of driving that? Yes. Well, growing up, just like your parents, my parents were also very busy. So we were six siblings. How many did you have? Uh, we were small. Uh, I was three, number three. 
Uh, you had three siblings. So we were six. So in a Mexican household, you have six siblings. Everybody's busy. Parents are worried about what they're going to put on the table, right? As long as there's food and a roof over their, our heads, that's all that mattered at the time. So um, I feel that as I got older, I started realizing a lot of things I was missing in my household, either the way my parents up, up like raised us and what was missing for me if I had a coach at the time, knowing of the way my learning, the way my learning style was, that I was not a child walking around empty in this world, that I was not a child who was just a nobody. Because at a young age, all I wanted to do was fit in, right? But when you're in a special need child, you're separated from everybody else. So when that happens and you grow up, you start believing that there's something different about you. And all you want to do is fit in with the crowd. So what happened with me, I started doing a lot of work. And when I say work, it's personal development, mental health. And I strongly agree that, especially now more than ever, people are seeking that, are seeking, especially with the pandemic, with everything that happened, right? People are seeking, what do I need to do? How do I get out of this anxiety or this depression and all of these things? Because man, what happens in our brain, it's constantly going thoughts and thoughts and thoughts, millions of thoughts. But how can we control these thoughts and create them where it's going to empower us versus disempowering us. So when I started working with the youth, I said, man, if only I had a coach that said, hey, Karen, just because you come from special need classes, that doesn't mean you get to give up. That doesn't mean that these dreams that you have, that you will make them happen. Actually, you will. And you know what? You have drive. You're resilient. You don't give up. And I won. I would. I, so I created this program because I felt this, these are the things that were missing for me when I was a child. Insecurities, right? Either it could be body image as well, anything. So I designed this whole workshop and I said, okay, for parents that are, don't even know how to have these conversations with their kids and raise children that are conscious, how... I'm going to be able to provide these tools for them so that they can grow up being unstoppable so that they can grow up and tap into that inner warrior within us or that inner giant within. I feel like we all of us have an inner giant within. Sometimes it's sleeping, but hey, it's time to wake that inner giant within because it's ready to go out there and create miracles in the world. That is such a positive attitude to have. And, and I love what you're doing with the youth. And you know, we need more people like that. And just kind of looking at your website. Do you travel and do this uh, nationwide with the kids? Yeah. So um, I live in San Diego. And I started my workshop here. It's The business is called Youth Fit to Lead. And this specific workshop that I started is a self-love workshop called Glowing Within. In that workshop, we focus all on, on uh, it's all self-love, teaching teenage girls, what does it mean to love yourself, accept who you are, right? So we started here in San Diego, and then I bring the workshops in other areas. So then I had inquiries, hey, Las Vegas, 
why don't you come and do a workshop in Las Vegas? So then I bring it to Las Vegas. It is a challenge because we don't do any marketing. It's more, more of a word of mouth kind of thing. Um, so yes, the, the goal is to go to different states and, and bring this. Um, I do go to Mexico. I design workshops for teenagers and for, and for youth, for, I mean, for our toddlers, our little ones. So I designed another workshop. It's called Discover Your Inner Superhero. And that one specifically, I'm going to Mexico. And that one, I go and deliver it. And um, it's super fun. Kids are able to discover their superhero powers and what's their mission in the world. Just like superheroes have a mission, they have a mission too. So we deliver that to orphanages and I fundraise money to go deliver like soccer cleats, um, bouncy balls, soccer balls, any fitness fitness equipment because I think movement is everything. So and we go and deliver this whole awesome program to the kids. Wow, that's awesome. And how often do you do you go over to Mexico? Is that a, a annual trip or? Yeah, so so far it's been once a year where I do this big thing and I don't sell I I I tell my parents just come with me and celebrate Christmas with me like give because I believe that the secret of living is giving. So during the holidays for me it just breaks my heart noticing knowing that knowing that I'm obviously Latina, my parents are Mexican, and I I want to be there where, where families mostly need the help and the support. So for me, it's a thing that I've made it every year. Even last year when COVID hit, I didn't know what that was going to look like. My business, there's a huge shift in my business and everything. And I made it happen. I fundraised money. Thanks with everybody that donated. And I, I went out there and delivered the, the whole workshop and donated to the kids. But that was a challenge one because no one wanted to come because obviously the pandemic just hit. But I wasn't going to allow that to stop me. I'm like, okay, it's only me. As long as I'm safe and I'm taking care of myself, I know I have a mission. So the man above is going to support me in this. And I'm just going to just go. So, and we made it happen. And I came back safe and healthy. So, yeah. That's great. And, and I'm sure the kids were thrilled to see you as well, uh, especially that you're doing it for orphanages. And, and you know, be, you mentioned uh, the holidays and being Mexican and they are here and, you know, it's tamale season for us. So what, what, are, you, what are you doing for the holidays to, uh, you know, try and stay in shape and, and burn off those calories that we're going to be consuming probably, I think, next week already? Yes. Well, this is what I'm doing. Like right now, even when I want to have a little snack, I say, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a little bite. But when the holidays comes, you know, it's good to splurge. It's good to really give yourself that treat because you've been nourishing your body this whole entire time. You've been taking care of it. Right. So it's OK to to have a little. And, and what I do when I serve my plates, I just have a little bit of everything just to like taste everything and I, not and like not be like, oh my God, I wish I could have the whole pie. But if I have the whole pie, then that's all the calories, right? So I just eat a little bit of everything to get a little taste and um, savor all the delicious food. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I don't know who I picked it up from, but they're like, it's not a cheat meal, it's a treat meal. And I, 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 I like that better. That way you don't feel like you're punishing yourself. And 
it you know a lot of it has to do with the way we we do our self talk so it's a it's a treat meal instead of a cheat meal absolutely and so uh you know dealing with the kids and you mentioned covid uh how how difficult was that did, did you know besides going to the orphanage in mexico did you just like completely stop like everybody and have to rebuild because i know a lot of people are going through that right now a lot of us had to reinvent ourselves or 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 we were already thinking about our passion and we're like you know what it's not enough i need to do more and is that part of the reason why you started uh, your podcast yeah i um well sto- story short is last year covid hit right And for those that don't know, I used to own a gym on wheels. So imagine a bus and inside the bus, there's rock climbing, zip lining, slides coming out of the windows. And every every week we rotated it because we go to different schools. So we brought personal development, leadership through fitness because I designed games where teens are able and youth are able to tap in and see what type of leader are you? How do you show up in the world? Are you someone that takes a step back, allows other people to use their voice? So they really get to see how they play the game is how they play the game of life. So that business, California passed the law and it shut down because by 2030, they want us to go green. So that was my bus and I had to sell it to a different state. It went to an an amazing uh, organization, Boys and Girls Club. But that forced me to start this whole new business. And for me, it was a challenge because, you know, as business owners, that when you hit that place where there's now you start seeing everything in fruition, all your hard work is finally paying off. And then that happened to me. I was like, oh, my God. So I started this whole new business. And here I am. I'm starting again. It's like digging that big old hole and it's all messy, right? So that's where I'm at. And I know that, you know, uh, everybody has their challenges and everything, but this is, you know, they say one door closes, another one opens. I say one door closes and a wider one opens because I learned so much from my last one that now I get to see, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it a little bit different now. So, um, yeah, it was challenging, but you know what? Those challenges are things that I get, I look at and say, okay, if I'm able to make this happen, I'm only going to rise up even stronger and more powerful. And that's why I started my podcast because I always felt like at such a young age, I always so had, I always had so much to say, right? And I love, I love connecting with people. I love hearing people's stories. And when I, and when I hear people's stories, and I always say, if you're why it makes me cry. I want to share your story with everybody, you know, because I feel like everybody has something amazing to share, something amazing that I can learn from and then you can learn from. And together we can bring all of these juicy stories and inspire so many people. And I think for me, starting the podcast is really getting out of my zone, my comfort zone and, um, and just sharing my story because as I speak little by little, I started, it was my first time delivering my, my disabilities and talking all about it where for a long time, that was a secret. And then I inspire people with it and I finally just let it out. But I feel like a lot of times we have so many awesome stories to share, but in our heads, others say, yeah, that's an amazing story. But in our heads, we're thinking, oh no, 
I don't want anybody to know about that. But I think we put so much pressure to all of that and which takes away from lessons to be learned for other people. And I think that's where the freedom is when you allow yourself to just let go and just speak from your heart. Yes, I've heard your podcast and I can definitely hear the passion and just the the honesty. And um, I know from me starting my podcast journey, I've, I've, I've come a long way and I have a lot more to go and, and definitely open up and listening sometimes to shows. I, I, I remember things that I forgot about as in my childhood, you know, I'm like, Oh, that's right. Um, like listening to your podcast. I, I had forgotten that, uh, you know, being born here, I learned Spanish first because my mom and dad spoke Spanish and I learned English as my second language and that's maybe where I got my my speaking disability at the time, where I was twisting my words and and kind of like a, a not a diagnosed dyslexia. And then I had to be held back or flunked third grade. And I remember uh, just knowing that everybody is gonna know that I flunked and see me in a different grade and. Uh, for, maybe for a long, long time, that was something that, that did bother me. But now that doesn't bother me. In fact, I forgot about it. And maybe me speaking about it, someone out there hearing it, it could help them out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's okay. It's all right. I I went to a really small school. So there was like maybe about 30 people per class because I went to private school. Mm-hmm. And so they knew you flunked <laughs> once they see <laughs> you. There, there was no hiding. I remember you, you telling your story about how you avoided them for a long time, but I got caught right away. And, and in a way it was better because um, it was just, the cat was out of the bag. Um, but I, I liked the way you just, even after you got caught, you you weren't okay with your reply and how uh, you just want to be honest. And uh, your, your podcast definitely comes through. And that's part of the reason why I brought you on here. I think you would be a great addition to Fireside uh, as well. Thank you. <laughs> and <clears throat> check it out. And so, uh, you know, what are your plans? I know you're barely getting started with this. And, and you know, since you're kind of just pivoting from where you were, your, your business, uh, is this just what you want to do? Or do you want to grow your podcast more? Or do you want to kind of be like a multi, multi uh, what would you call it? I'm not even sure, but you know, uh, back in the day when I was growing up, the only people that were okay to do more than one career were, would be like actors. They could be directors and writers. And I remember telling my friend, Oh, I want to do this and do that. They're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, why not? Like, why, why is it only in the entertainment industry that you can do more than one thing, but everything else you have to be labeled. Exactly. I think that, you know what, everything is possible. And, um, if there's passion and there's dreams, I always say, go for it. Don't let it just be a dream, you know, and live your dream. Um, I, I feel like the podcast is something that I really, I want to focus on and I want to make it grow. I didn't know it was so, (laughs) it was so hard. Like I'm only trying to record myself on video to do like, put it on YouTube, right? Cause I'm like. My friends are saying, Karen, you must put it on YouTube. You know, we would love to see your videos. 
And then I'm like, and then you got to record at the same time your voice. And there's just like all these moving parts. And then I run my business and, and it's like, ah, but, um, I think really is being kind to myself and knowing that I'm doing the best that I can and being consistent and being very strategic with everything. But yeah, I do want to continue growing my podcast and see where that, where that goes. Um, because I feel like you can inspire like, or, or not even that, but just touch more people. Right. Because I can stay in my little hut here in San Diego, but that's not really going to touch as many lives as possible. And now with podcasts, it's like everybody is, is either in their car driving, they're listening to something you never know. So yeah, I think, um, the podcast is, it sounds great. And I, I like doing it. I haven't tried it where I can invite people yet. Cause I'm like, I don't, I wonder if I will be good at that or, you know, the, the questions will start coming up. So, um, so yeah, but I do plan to bring in people. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the challenges of learning how to podcast and, and then, uh, in a way, the way you're doing it, having to, in my opinion, having to speak uh, to yourself, basically on a mic is harder to do than when you have a guest with a guest, you could kind of have conversation and go back and forth and you don't have to be talking the whole time. So uh, I've, I've done both. And then I, I find it harder when I'm by myself, but I uh, sometimes guests have to cancel and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to not do the show. So I, now I try and have things prepared in case someone cancels and it could just, it's quite, an adventure but I, I love it uh so far and you know fireside makes it easy and uh yeah th this makes it so much easier for the video as well so hopefully uh you uh look into fireside more and um as far as like if people wanted to reach you or maybe donate to your cause in mexico is it only the website yeah um youth fit to lead so on our website or either PayPal, use fit to lead, Venmo, PayPal. Yes. That'll be okay. awesome. Yeah. And then we never mentioned the name to your podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. The name of my podcast is Keeping It Real with Karen Rangel. You know about those Karens, right? <laughs> How did you, I, you know, I was going <laughs> to ask you about that. How did you feel when that happened? Like, you were like, like well, oh no, my name, my name is uh, Bert. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's just funny because I don't go to, at the time, like last year, it's just recently that I started to get onto the social media thing. You know, I'm like, a, I'm like that, that interesting dinosaur that's it's now coming out of the, the, the shell and now getting into this whole social media thing. But um, when I heard that this, what's up with these Karens and everything, my, and I would get friends hitting me up like, hey, are you good? Like, there's a lot of going on with your name right now. And I was a little confused. And then I researched it. And I was like, oh my God, there's all these videos. And then just recently I was at the grocery store and this man right in front of me went off on this woman he said don't you be a damn karen and i was like scared i looked at him i'm like i am so sorry sir what did i do totally forgot about these karens and he's like no that karen and then i'm like i'm karen 
but I'm the Karen of love, not the commotion of love, not a, like, anything else you got going on over there. But um, I think I, I make it a joke now. I said, I'm going to be that Karen that's going to change shit around. I'm going to inspire. I'm going to be the Karen of love. And just like, you know, because at the end of the day, it sounds pretty funny. So when I when I came up with the name, keeping it real with Karen, it's almost like Karen's. No one wants to listen to a Karen. So I show up. Hello, guys. This is Karen, and I'm gonna keep it real with you. This is what's happening. Yeah, I, I never seen the show where Karen evolved from because I didn't have Netflix. But uh, it didn't take me longer to figure out what it was, and I was like, oh, I feel bad for all the. All the Karens that I know, it's like they're all just kind of being labeled. But it, I like the way you're you're taking it. You're you're gonna take it and remix it and be the Karen of love, uh, as you mentioned. What you're everybody's best friend. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I yes, yes. I think it's it's funny, right? Like now I could. There's a lot of people that could either take it very negative. But I am a type of person that tries to see everything in a in a positive way of seeing thinking because I think that's the best way of living. I think the other way it's too much stress and it creates unhealthy things to our bodies. So um, yeah, let's uh, where are all my Karens at? <laughs> and to anyone listening in, I went ahead and put a Karen's podcast link on the Fortune Cookie and also to her website if you're interested in uh maybe getting your you deal with kids from uh, 13 to 18 i was reading yeah so right now we're dealing dealing with teenagers and um but i also have a workshop that i designed it's called the discover your inner superhero workshop i haven't posted it on my on youth fit to lead account just because that was a part of my other business that i just sold but um, I still have the, all the rights of that workshop. And yeah, I'm going to bring it back. So that one is pretty awesome because I, it's, it's the same thing. You can go to different areas and, and host these type of workshops for kids. And I, I really love that idea of the bus. Uh, I didn't even know you had all that in there, the zip line and, and rock climbing. Are you thinking of going green and, and doing that again? That is the dream. And I know that my friends will say, Karen, you always make the impossible possible. You make it happen. Like, why are you going to let this thing stop you? But I'm like, come on, $300,000 I have to come up with to build, to purchase this green bus. That's a lot of money. I'm like, but then they say, why don't you come up with a, like a dude, a fund me. I was like, I don't want to do a fund me. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it was a very awesome business too because we would go to underserved communities and we would provide this for free for the kids. So parents don't have income to provide have something amazing like this. It's only people that come from money that would pay for this. But um, I would go and have this and build community spirit and then the city found out about me and they said, Let's pay this girl and let's make this even bigger. So then that's what started happening. And then this whole thing closed down. So I do want to bring it back. Is it going to look a little bit different? Um, I believe so. I'm thinking of, of having more like a tour bus kind of deal 
where we go to different schools, like travel across the country. I don't even know what that's going to look like. See, I have big dreams. Karen has big dreams and all these things, but I need like a team behind me to help me because uh, there's just so much you can do, right? And if you want to execute and do it right, I think uh, one thing at a time. But yeah, my dream is to have like motivator speakers and come to schools and teach kids about the different like fitness and moving your body because you tell a kid now to go run a lap, they're going to say you're crazy. So how can you make it fun and exciting? Yes, yes. And, and you know, oh man, the kids need to move around uh, a lot. My nephews are guilty of being the video game generation and I, I try not to be uh, really hard on them because then they're going to want to do it more. And I did play video games growing up. I kind of grew out of it. Maybe now I'll play here and there like an NBA game or something, but uh, not really. Uh, the only thing I just don't see the younger people doing is a balance. It, they're, they're just on that council the whole time. They're, they're not going outside. They're not playing. They're not exercising for just a little bit, it, it, you know. I, I, I'm always encouraging that and, and uh, you know, I saw what you were doing. So we need people and this is the, this is my way where I could spotlight, uh, throw flowers and just show people uh, who are out there doing good. You know, it, um, I felt uh, one of the reasons I had this idea many, many years ago for my podcast and uh, I felt it was a responsibility uh, that if you had a good idea, something positive to share it with the world and, and, you know, finally Fireside gave me the, the ease to do it. And uh, I'm just hoping that having people like you and other of my past guests um, will make an impact at least on one person's life. So uh, I really appreciate you being here. And, and I want to make sure that if there's anything you want to promote or, or mention, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, or anything maybe I left out? Well, um, for parents out there that have teenage girls, we do have, I have a self-love workshop. It's called Glowing Within. And Glowing Within, I love this workshop because I don't know about you, but growing up, I was bullied a lot. I feel like we all have got bullied one way or another, right? So I was bullied a lot and um, I had, like I said, I wanted to fit in and everything, right? And I remember even like the friends that I have were not good friends. Like even my own friends would beat me up. And now I know like hurt people hurt people. At the time, I didn't quite get that. I didn't know why the girls would, would be so mean, but now I, I see it. I see they were they were in pain too. So of course they were gonna cause pain. But because I wanted to fit in and I wanted to be I wanted other girls to like me, I would stick around. And that was like our teens are going through similar things like that. Even even worse now more than ever because of social media. So now they're comparing themselves on social media and there's a lot of insecurities, anxiety, depression. And so that's why I created this program so that girls could discover that what is it when you say self-love, what does it mean? Because a lot of times for me, I thought it was cliche at the time, 
But now I know self-love means accepting who you are. Self-love is having these boundaries when you know there's something toxic going on to walk away. Self-love is also taking care of what's happening up here, your thoughts, not putting yourself down. So we teach girls about all of that and how to inspire one another. Because if when you accept the all parts of you, that's when you're able to shine. Because we all have a different glow, all of us. And it's very unique glow. But when we accept everything about us, that's when everything starts to, your light starts to shine even brighter. And then I feel that when we do that and we allow ourselves to do that, we inspire other people to do the same. And then together we illuminate the world. So that's what the whole workshop is about, to really empower our teens to know that they are fully capable. They are beautiful. And that accepting all parts of you is key. It's, it's extremely important. But how can we uplift one another? Because girls sometimes are very catty. Even at this age, I started noticing, like, why do I have a distance with women? Why do I have a wall? And it came all the way, trickled down when I was a kid. So I was like, no wonder I can't connect with women. No wonder I'm having a challenging time because I don't trust Right. So how can we inspire girls to and get them together where we can uplift them and empower them and see them as a sisterhood versus. And when you see a girl doing something amazing, we cheer her on so she can keep on going. But how can we help each other? And that's what's powerful, because back in the days, that's what they did in the tribes. All of that. That's what was happening. They would help each other. And that's what the whole workshop is about. So. If you have any teenagers in Las Vegas, it's happening December 4th and 5th. Please join Glowing Within. Okay, so that workshop in Las Vegas is only for uh, for young ladies or that one is for co-ed? Yes, that one is for teenage girls. We should have okay. one for boys, huh? I feel like it too. They, they, they probably need some. I know I probably needed something at age 14, 15, 16, 17. I was trying to fit in, trying to, trying to be cool, trying, trying to feel like I had friends. And I'm, I'm sure I probably did some things that may even be considered illegal, trying to fit in. <laughs> but to protect the guilty, we won't mention that too much. Uh, but when, yeah, when you're, when you're young, you could get influenced by other friends. And some of those friends could be troublemakers, wanting to ditch, wanting to go cause problems in the street. And uh, yeah, I, I encourage uh, young men to do jujitsu if they can. Mm -hmm. uh, that's for me is a, one of the most effective martial arts I have trained. And also it just gives you that, that self-confidence that even if the guy's bigger than you, because jujitsu was made to protect the weak, not the strong, uh, you, you feel a confidence because, you know, I'm, I'm not like no UFC fight or nothing, but I've choked out 260 pound men, big old guys, like multiple times. And it wouldn't have been anything that I could normally do. It was all jujitsu. It's almost mm -hmm. like it builds your confidence and takes over. So I, even for women too, I, I, I uh, encourage young ladies too, as far as personal protection, um, those are uh, maybe a lot of positions that guys would try and take advantage of, uh, 
if they have a bad intention. So those positions can really come in handy in those uh, critical times as far as self-protection, like a triangle choke. Um, you guys can YouTube that or Google that, but you'll see that, uh, you know, if a guy's trying to take advantage of a woman, the girl can just put him to sleep and walk away. So uh, that's, uh, that's so important. All of that. I mean, with our workshops, we have athletes like come in like self-defense. So we have people, different speakers that come in on these specific topics. So we have self-defense or we have um, different things like them. Some other times we'll have like this time we're going to have like a self-love coach. We're going to have um, finger painting therapy, um, different things. But what you're talking about jiu-jitsu or any mixed martial arts i think that's extremely powerful especially in a young age and as you're saying to defend yourself from any type of harm especially for us young like young women and then uh you know how you were mentioning uh, that we you feel that a lot of us have been bullied uh if you kind of watch ufc fighting a lot of those top fighters you hear their story like on joe rogan and they were bullied and they're some of the nicest people, but, you know, they're walking around like lethal weapons, you know. Um, some of the jujitsu guys, I know everybody in the United States is kind of like uh, accustomed to seeing buff guys and they're afraid of them. But you would see skinny little jujitsu guys who are like under six feet choking out those guys within seconds. Uh, so, yeah, it's just such a great self-confidence for, for youth and uh I don't have anybody that I know in Las Vegas in jiu-jitsu, but as your business starts to grow and develop, I'll, I'll be sure to mention anyone I can, that, uh, especially uh, youth coaches that maybe we want to do some sort of self-defense for, for the youth. I'll be sure to let you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm very uh, blessed because I do have like quite a few um, friends in the whole MMA world. And that's what we're talking about that, in the future, I do plan on creating a leadership program where it's for unisex boys and girls and basically all the laws that our kids or teens need to know before they hit that adult world, you know, all the things and self-defense was a huge one. So teaching the boys and the girls how to tap into that. And also uh, <clears throat> there's a there's a book, it's called uh, Verbal Judo. And it's, it's excellent. Uh, it talks about using your, your mouth to defuse situations so you don't have to fight. And that, that's something that also, you know, on the youth, you, I highly stress, uh, you know, when I was in high school, some, some guy was being bullied continuously and, and he finally stood up for himself and uh, he got slammed on the floor and kicked in the head and he died. And wow. I'm like, yeah, it, it was a tragic and so, uh, you know, one thing that I, I tell even like my nephews, like if anyone goes up to you on the street and says, you know, like, what the fuck are you looking at? Say, oh, man, that's a nice shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? Yeah. It's really hard for someone to stay man and want to fight you still if you're like, oh, oh, where'd you get that shirt? So just having like verbal, uh, like judo ready to go can diffuse a situation. I love that. I'm going to look into that. And uh, I, I definitely feel that it should be taught in actual high schools because that's where all the bullying's going on. So, um, yeah, that, that's a great book. Maybe you can look into it and, 
And uh, I wanted to uh, thank you so much for being my guest. And uh, anyone that comes on, I I like to always invite them on in the future so we can follow up and, and see how's it going. Um, so thank you everybody for listening in. The replay will be available immediately. And then um, I got some exciting news yesterday from Spotify. They uh, approved me to get video. So as far as I know, I think Joe Rogan and maybe two other people are the only people with a video uh, podcast. So now you can actually watch the videos uh, of my podcast on Spotify starting no. as of yesterday. And, uh, thank you. So your episode will be available. I'll let you know on YouTube. Fireside, of course, immediately, exclusively, and then on Spotify. So I wanted to thank everybody for uh, their support as I'm getting more opportunities through my podcast journey and uh, meeting and getting to know uh, better and a great guest. So thank you so much for joining me, Karen. I look forward to having you on in the future. Thank you, everybody, for listening in the audience and on the broadcast. This is Coach Ray Z. Join me tomorrow as I have Coach uh, Rabel, and he is an ATG coach who is a high school teacher, actually, I think in San Diego. And um, he's like in his 50s, and uh, he's, he's a, uh, I've heard him speak a few times because I'm in the same training group with him. And uh, uh, the lessons he's learned in teaching high school, it, it's really interesting. And uh, I'm going to bring up a story that uh, I heard him talk about. Um, you know, him just kind of yelling at some kid uh, in the gym because he wasn't wearing his gym shoes and he kicked them out. And then uh, I guess he did it again. And then the third time he finally told him he kicked them out. And that kid ended up committing suicide uh, later that day. It wasn't because of what he told them, but he, he mentions that that really kind of changed his whole coaching and approach to youth and, and thinking about, man, maybe if I would have said something different that day, instead of being so harsh on my program. So I, I, I want to ask him about that because uh, when he did his presentation, I was in another training class and I didn't get to finish the end. But uh, yeah, he's, he's a really good guy. So join me tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time zone. And um, thank you everybody once again for joining. This is Coach Ray Z with my guest, Karen. Everyone have a good night, good morning, or good evening, thank wherever you, you are. <laughs> Bye.